and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast, episode 119, with Bob Anderson and Hilary Saxton. You're in for a bit of a treat today. We have an interview with a mentoring student, Tony Crichton, who did a four-townhouse pack development. We actually interview Tony inside the development, the finished development, and you get to have a bit of a walkthrough. So if you'd like to see that, jump on over to YouTube, and it will be posted there, episode 119. Otherwise, you can just listen. The other thing I'd like to do early in the podcast today is give away the book, Property Millionaires Exposed. And this week, the book goes to Samuel Seely. Samuel is a bit of a seasoned developer and excited for his journey. So Samuel, this will be out in the post to you really soon. Anyway, let's jump on in and see the interview where both Bob and myself chat with Tony Crichton. Tony, welcome. Thank you very much, Bob. And thanks for inviting us to this beautiful uh, project that's now finished. It's a gorgeous. We just had a walk through it. What's the configuration? Four beds, three beds? What have we got here? Garages? So we thought we were going to end up with um, four three beds, yep. and it ended up with four four beds. Four so four beds? Yeah, they're four, yeah. four bedders. Um, three of them have got two cars. Uh, once a single car because nothing I could do <laughs> would find me a another space for the visitor no. car park that had to be. Had to be, yeah, <laughs> no. And that, that's a great outcome. It's always good if you can end up with a bit more than what you thought when you started. So um, let's go back in time. You, you went through the mentoring program. So the idea is to get out there and do a project. Mm. And I should point out a joint venture with somebody. Yes. Who? Yes, with my daughter. Yeah, So another family one. Yes. In fact... Um, it's probably only about two kilometres, three kilometres from here that I did a joint venture with my son Luke. Yeah, that, yeah, that that's one you right. Know of. Yeah, so we, yeah. Seems to be a great area for doing family joint ventures, apparently, <laughs> anyway. Um, so here's Tony uh, hooking up with his adult daughter to do a project. Mm. That's great. I wish she could have been here today, but she's working in another state, so nothing yep. much we can do about that. So you've decided to do a project, you've headed out there, and uh, you, you've come up with this site. How, how did you get onto it? Um, we were put onto this by an agent. We'd been go- using a, a buyer's agent for quite a while, had looked at a couple of sites, even put uh, contracts on a couple of sites that had, we'd let them lapse because they just didn't stack up in the end. Hmm. Uh, we came to this one and we didn't come to this one. The agent sent us to look at, a, at another site and uh, not that far away. And I, it's actually still available and it still doesn't stack up um, <laughs> because I went back to him and said, Psh, won't stack up. He said, we'll try this, it's off market. Hmm. Uh, I looked at this, I did the, did the numbers and I said, it doesn't stack up. And he's like, he actually said to me, what are, you, what are you putting in for the retail value of the townhouses? And I said, oh, I think at that stage I said, oh, like seven, seven fifty, something hmm. in that order. Hmm. He says, I'll try eight, eight fifty. Hmm. And I'd had a bit of a, a better look and yes, he was right. Okay. I had underestimated it. And when we put that figure in, it worked. It worked and yeah. um, we, had to, we still had to push them down on the price a bit. But yeah, it so it got a little bit cheaper. That's yeah. good. The site itself, and there'll be photos coming up, you know, as we as we move along. So it slopes from the road and slopes up. Well, it goes up, shall we say, from yep. the road up towards the back. And so, in order to get floor levels and everything sorted, there was a bit of cutting and filling. In fact, um, uh, perhaps in the in the background there, you might see out the back there uh, a decent sized retaining wall so that was a, a, an immediate cut pretty much on the boundary mm. but then that stepped down into into a lovely courtyard that we've got out here yeah it's become really nice yeah and it's great and then uh, then it slopes a little bit down 
uh, the driveway and it sort of levels out down near the road there. So, mm. so w- you work well with the slope. Yes, yes, we did. Bit of work in that. Oh yes, there from was. an engineering point of view. Oh yes. Maybe having lots of conversations with the civil engineer. Initial due diligence is done, and, and we're working through, and which which can happen quite a bit. And I've seen it is try, now we're trying to get the right bill price. Yes. Because it, like it's not the easiest block. There are some uh, obviously very, some very tight. some yeah. construction yep. costs. And uh, I think you had a little bit of trouble getting the price you wanted. Oh, we most definitely did. Thank goodness we'd, we'd been listening to you. And you'd said to us, never go out and ask for more than about, you know, maybe three at a time, because it's hard work for them to put a quote together. And we went to the market and we pulled, we called for three people. We had asked a builder, right back at the point where we had the D, ready to go to DA, we had asked a builder for an indicative price. Is that the builder who ended up no. building? There's another no, builder that not. you were sort of no. working with or talking yeah. to. Yeah, and he actually... Act- happened to be the builder who was the builder who did the build for the agent that we appointed. Oh, yeah. We liked his work. His referral from the agent. Yeah. So the agent had said, this guy's good, he's local, he does a good job. Yep, we'll get it. And we'd shown him our DA plans hmm. and asked him to give us a bit of a build, build price, and he hmm. had. And so we went through BA and, and put the plans out there to get the actual prices. And he came in sky high absolutely yeah. never even so he'd given you an indicative price yeah. based on the plans for the development yep. permit yep. when you got the full the full kit of plans yep. for the building permit his price went from there from there to there yep was, that was a shock oh it was because well, we thought and we, it kills the deal that sort yeah. of figure killed the deal yeah. in terms of finance you know so we ended up going out to several other builders and we had had uh builders agents uh who had been in touch with us and we we talked to one of them and he put us on to various people which mm. didn't work and then we had another builder's agent that put us on to Nick yeah and that's Michael uh, yes absolutely Mike do you want yeah Mike, oh, Dan- Mike Dendel yeah. yeah I don't know who I can never remember who it is that he works for but anyway he put us on to Nick Nick looked at it and said <clears throat> gave us a price which wasn't real good mm. he Be- said better but than the other one oh it was it was much better it was almost doable Mm. Uh, but he said to us, look, not if you like, yeah. if you like, I can show you how to save a lot of money. And he ended up pulling something like $150,000 out of the builder costs. That the previous builder had quite No, a, no, out of his out price. Of out of his price, based on what he'd... Yeah, he gave us a price, and he said, but I can do this cheaper if you let me have a go at what you've got in there. He said, there's too much steel in mm. this. We do a different type of slab. Mm. Look um, at levels. And, yeah, all sorts of all things sorts like of that. Stuff, yeah. um, there were things that we had in the build that he said, you don't need these things, it's over-engineered, it's, it's you know, and I build in this area and I know what you need. Mm. And he showed us a price that was 150000 less than mm. his own quote, mm. um, and it worked. And we're like, we don't have a choice. No. <laughs> so that, that required re- reworking the design. Yes. The floor levels. But not a lot. Th- that creates... He did that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. So f- my memory is that... Uh, there's a bit of trust in this. Yes, that very you'd much. spoken to him, and he he did work on the plan. Said, "Look, I can I can trim this, mm. like you just mm. explained." Um, and we had invited all the other builders to yeah. make any suggestions. One guy had told us he could save us five thousand on the floor coverings if we did something <laughs> a, cheaper, a, cheaper a cheaper floor, floor covering. covering. That was his that was his contribution. I love the, way. Like. the first thing that when you ask a builder what can you do about trimming the price, the first thing they do is go to the specifications. Yeah. So they want to rip the spares down. All that does, you know, they save like five or ten thousand on the spares and knock about forty thousand off your sale price. Yes, because yes, it's not spares for your market. Yeah. So, 
Uh, he spent quite a bit of time working on that with no absolute guarantee of a contract other than basically you saying, look, if you can get it down to here, you've got the building contract. He, he knew what we but there was nothing in writing, there was no written agreement, wasn't no. anything legal, but he no. took that on. And uh, to his credit, uh, he, he spent some time and he worked with other consultants. He yep. worked with the council. I remember stepping him stepping in and talking to the council. Yep, I definitely. remember him at some point even stepping in and talking to your financier. Yes, uh, yes, he well. had to. That's right. Uh, yes. So he went above and beyond what you'd normally expect a builder to do. Yeah. Well, the financier was insisting that the BA um, uh, project manager, hmm. because this was our first project, and they were saying there has to be a project manager, and uh, and Nick's able to say, and that was Craig at that stage, mm, but mm. Uh, Nick's able to say, <clears throat> I, I've just done two more pro two projects for you, like for you, the financer, yeah. financier, and I've managed those. I can, I can help Tony through this, mm. and and he did manage to convince yeah. him to go with it. Yeah, that was good that he um, just did a couple of projects yes. with the same financier, so I was able to point to that, which was good. Yeah, I think even with the within the building contract, the retention. Which you know, typically costly. on a building contract, you'd take five or ten percent uh, yep. retention, hold that back from the builder, and in order to sort of contain the costs and so forth, he he, he preferred not to have a retention, have which a, which can yeah. be a risk with a lot of builders not having a retention. But he was also able to talk to the financier and get around that. Yep. Yes, he uh, was, which was good because that helped him. And if you're helping him, mm. it's helping you. When I say you, keep talking, you. You and your beautiful daughter. Yep, yep. It's a joint she venture. Knows. Let's not forget that. Yep. So, I mean, all you're you're going through this. She's in another state, but then obviously, you know, you're all going through it together. I've been it's, in touch it's with like her a several it's times. It's a family thing. Yeah, yeah. It's all going round and round and round. In Even circles. today, we've talked to her several times. Yeah, yeah. So finally, you hit the right price. Yes. So yes, we were able to proceed, but. Even then, we still had to put the the, the finance the finance uh, together, and that's in, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, the finance package. I thought that would just snap, and it just took just ground on for a while. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah. And you went mm. just outside the, the standard banking system. Yep. Not to the full blown, you know, private equity non bank, but you know, to a sort of financial institution. Well, second tier in right? the middle. Well, they're not even quite second tier. They, they, that particular financier lives lives between the banks and the, okay. the non-banks. So you've got the, the finance package, that's all. Yep. Uh, that's the main thing. And and away we go. So uh, I can remember uh, passing this project when very early days. So the cut at the back had been made. There was, there was fill all over it. Uh, there was a, an excavator, there was big pipes. Yeah. And it looked like a, a major job, like yeah, somebody's about to build a bridge <laughs> over yes. a highway or something, you know, the sort of equipment that was here for a four townhouse project. At least it, it, was, it, it was a start. And it proceeded uh, and it really going. quickly. Yeah, really yeah. quickly. We had a great run with weather and things like that too. Mm. And in its own funny way, probably because of COVID and the way they let COVID happen, the yep. building just kept going. Yeah. And un uninterrupted. So, yeah, we had a good run. Had a good run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he. the one thing I did try to, what I did manage to get him to agree to was not a retention. What's the other one for if they're over time? Liquidated, Liquidated damages. Liquidated damages. He didn't want that either. Mm. And I did press him on that and, and he did agree to liquidated damages. He came in about a fortnight early. Yeah. Um, which he might not have done if the weather had been against us. But I think he would well, have he anyway. could have claimed weather, I guess. But I, I suppose the thing is, like, you did the right thing by you all the time. Mm, absolutely. There is a bit of risk. You don't have a retention. You got sort of liquidated damages. You know whether they're enough. You know it's always a bit of a discussion. But um, true to his word, mm. and uh, I, I can remember the. You know he sort of set a finish date early in the piece, and 
And you said it came in two weeks early? Yep. Yep, we weren't due to finish until the absolute end of December, and I think we were finished on about the 12th. Of course, you got that period of time, Christmas, New Year, which is always a pain. That was a nuisance. You know, you're trying to get your titles out and everyone's asleep. Titles took two days. Once they hit the toilet. Once office. they got to yeah. the, but the yeah, but the surveyor had to have a sleep for a fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he's a good surveyor. I'm using. He's he a... is. That's his, that's his holiday. That's fair enough. <laughs> Surveyors have to have holidays. Absolutely. Know, even 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 developers have to have holidays. And so yeah, so got to a point now. Titles are issued. Mm. Just come out. And uh, so you've sort of held off the marketing, and now the marketing is on full blast. Mm. So titles are now issued. You've got an open for inspection. Yep, two or three times a week. It's great. Uh, we, we've had a walkthrough. It looks absolutely brilliant. Tell you the one thing that we've done that uh, I think was important was you had said to us early in the, you had said to us back during the training that it's a good idea to engage and get the architect, uh, not the architect, sorry, the uh, agent, oh, yeah. the agent involved. And it, for us, I guess it was just fortuitous that we struck an agent who was a developer and had done that development, which was basically what we mm. were planning to do. Mm. And she was working as an agent as, as well, selling her own project along with everything else. And we clicked with her and picked mm. her up. So everything about this has been cons- you know, in consultation with her yeah. all the way through. Yeah, that's which good. Which is sort of reassuring because there's nothing here she can say, well, I wish you'd done. No excuses. No, she, she has no excuses, <laughs> and no, she's not trying to make any. Either, no, but, no. But uh, it, that's. I reckon that was a great move. Oh, it is. It, yeah. it probably was just lucky who we got that yeah. that's worked. Yeah, no, that's good. We always get marketers involved even mm. during the DA design stage because, you know, what you're looking at at the end of the day is give the buyers what they want, mm. and who knows better than that the agents that the are talking to buyers all day yeah. every day for yeah. a living. That's why it's important. Yeah. Obviously, as developers, we get out there and we have a look at open for inspections. We meet agents, but uh, agents that sell new projects, and that's where a lot of the market savvy comes from for us is what to what to mm. produce. You know what what buyers want now, their yep. expectations. Hey? Yep. Well, right. we could have pushed this to three stories. Yeah. We 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 looked at that, and there were ways we could have done it, but the market here was saying, yep. you know, it's it, we're looking at selling to. Um, uh, what do you call them? Empty nesters yeah. who are, um, are don't not like looking three, to climb three flights stuff. of stairs. So, no. yeah, we were determined not to go to three yeah, stories. Yeah, no, good move. There's areas where you can comfortably do that, mm. uh, but not one of them. So brilliant. So you finally got there. So what was it like getting started for you? Daunting, mm. daunting. Um, Bob really had to slap us around and say, put a contract on something. For goodness sake, put a contract on something. And we did in the end. And that one, we backed out of and then we did another one that we backed out of and then this one came along and this one um yeah but yeah it was we had to be pushed <laughs> so what was the backing out oh just, just nerves well yeah just the it, it's somewhat daunting to throw down thousands of dollars yeah. uh and then start to do a due diligence because we needed to nail it down before we really began any sort of due diligence and and we ended up doing that at least twice before we came to this one um, so you know, you're throwing thousands of dollars at an, at an agent and relying on them to give it back to you if you decide that the due diligence doesn't doesn't uh, stack, stack up. up. Yeah. And so it's and a it joint venture with your mm. daughter. Was that always going to be the case? Was it always you two were going to work together or how did that come about, choosing well, your daughter? <clears throat> it's my daughter and her partner, um, oh, yep. myself and, and my wife. So there's two, there's two separate households that are involved in that. Mm. Um, and yes, it was always going to be. We went and did Bob's uh, early course and we went and did his latter course and um, it was always going to be a partnership. Mm. And 
I think where we go from here will probably be, will almost certainly be a partnership too. And how's uh, it, not, not not a partnership, but yeah, a, you know, a joint a, venture. A joint venture yes. That, yeah. yeah. So, and how's it worked doing it with family? Like, is it something you'd recommend? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's worked well for us. Mm. Um, I can imagine that if if things were difficult, it, it might not. But yeah, we've um, yeah we've always had our. our um, our finances have always been entangled. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in a room with three of us, and we've all done joint ventures yes. with our kids. So, yeah, yeah I think there's something we. I think it's something that most of us can manage. Mm. I've just there's been a lot of other questions that Bob's asked, but what would be your biggest takeaway from this? If you think the thing I'm walking away with this, like I want the biggest negative takeaway and mm-hmm. the biggest positive takeaway. So, what was the? Mm-hmm. If you reflect back, what was one thing you would not do again? Um. No names. No, I realise that. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what I wouldn't do again. Uh, I probably, uh, I, I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm not very pushy. And so uh, probably there are, a lot, I'm not sure that answers your question, but I probably, there's many times where I should have been pressing harder. And I, Bob, Bob taught that in the early part. He said, you know, always get a, day, a end date and ask people for, you know, is that yep. a promise? And get a promise. And I was absolutely appallingly bad at that. Uh, and that's something I would like to think that I wouldn't let happen again. So need be it, more it. assertive. Yes, yep. yes, about about getting things done in time. Yep. And in the end, I'll tell you what I ended up doing was I ended up appointing people who were. All right. So like we ended up using a town planner who organised a few of our uh, other bits and pieces. And part of the reason I chose her was because she was really on the ball and she would press people. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. So And I would go back to her. And that's probably the other thing I've learned is if you can't do it yourself... Find somebody who will. Yeah. Um, so. And yeah. what about so the the your big good takeaway? You know, when you you think, I'm so pleased we did I'll, that. I'm so pleased that we didn't do this on our own. <laughs> <laughs> that we had. I'm serious. This isn't a this isn't a plug. It's it's just for real. I I uh, would never have started this without Bob behind us. Uh, and the fact that he was behind us has given us the confidence all the way. I didn't ask uh, that question. No, that, that wasn't answer. a loaded question. No, I know it wasn't. it wasn't, but I I've got to say it because. See, we worked with another um, person in, you know, the whole real estate, um, do the real estate thing. We tried to follow their, their program and uh, we missed a few steps, so that, that, that ended up bogging. Uh, but this time we said from the very outset, if we're going to do it, we plug in with Bob and do it properly. Yep. And uh, that's been the best thing we've done. And he's going to have a hard time shaking us off. <laughs> he's got a few of those. He's <laughs> always like shaking his leg, trying to get rid of yes. people. So I'm going to take Seriously. you through. I love the, the way you talked about your real estate agent. And I've met mm. her and she is lovely. Yeah. You've got an open home tonight. I've walked through the two staged houses. Ironically, I love number one. Mm, it's uh, funny, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know whether it's the colours that they've put through uh, with the decor because, you know, that could have swayed me. I did, and I maybe I felt the difference in the size. Is that 10 square metres, apparently? But I love the upstairs bathroom. Uh, yeah, look, upstairs, up there, down uh, because we've got that uh, two-door two bathroom, uh, there's yes. another work, word for that, but you know what I mean. Yes. It's, it opens into two different areas. Um that does seem to change the character of the place um, because we've staged one of the bedrooms as a... We always... we are, At one stage, that was going to be a family room. Mm. And then we realised that why the hell would we have a family room that when a bedroom... <laughs> Bob had always taught us, you know, if you've got four bedrooms, it's worth a hell of a lot more than three bedrooms. Yes. And we had the space. And we're like, well, that's how we suddenly ended up with four yeah. instead of three. We, we Because we had done these build over the driveways and build over even this section here, we we acquired an awful lot more real estate upstairs. Right. So we were always reasonably tight downstairs. Yep. 
to put four on this block. It's a 700 square metre block with four four bedroom townhouses wow. on it. Um, and the architects told us it couldn't be done. Yes. Um, they told us a lot of things couldn't be done <laughs> that we did. And yeah, I know what you mean. It does feel really good to go into that townhouse but one. But the one garage. Yeah, that's yeah. got... Well, the t- townhouse two is exactly the same as townhouse one, but it's a two car. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we... You know, it the other thing I really love, and I pointed out as soon as I came, is the uh, that awning the there, awning. that mm. that electric awning that goes all the way out over that balcony. So in the winter you can enjoy the sun, but in the summer you can block it out. I just think yep. I watched you do that, and I just thought, oh, that's a game changer. Mm. That and the other house doesn't have that. No, they they don't. No, that, that really. for me is that would be yeah, yeah. number one they've, keeper. They've got a they've got a, a roof over the deck there, whereas we for the way things worked out here was we only got a little bit of a, about three meters yep. uh, overhang so we were originally going to have a, p- a pergola and it was the again it was the builder who said well I could do awnings for you yep. and I think it was there was no difference in price really like, I was yeah. going to ask so the, the cost difference is very minimal yeah, it was basically don't have the pergola have the awnings yes so you talked about your agent um, she said she's got like you've only just started marketing yeah, well, just before Christmas, we yes. we were always determined that we would have these on the market. Uh, we would pre-sell them if we could. Yes. But just the way that getting all the information together took it took so long that I mean they were only a couple of weeks from finished. Yep. When we were ready to do pre-sales, so they have sort of been on the market since before they were finished. The beginning of December, they were on the market, but the you know they were finished by the twelfth, and I think by about the fifteenth or something we had. The first of the this one staged. Yeah. So so she said it, even tonight you've got um, some pretty warm yeah, people coming got, through. That's yeah. the great news. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we have we've got we've had um, I think there'd be somewhere between six or ten different buyers because she's really good at qualifying them and we know that they are they're good prospects. Mm. So and we've got a couple of those coming through for the third time tonight. And so. you've got a really good relationship with her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, if we could, we'd, we'd go with her again, but we'd have to find something in Bielimba, and that's not quite what we're planning to do. <laughs> okay. But she, yeah, if I could, I would. Yeah, well done. Congratulations yeah. on project number one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much, number Tony. Two. Yes. Oh, my pleasure. Can't my wait pleasure. to see number two. Wow, wasn't that a great interview with Tony? And we hope you found some inspiration in that. And maybe you're thinking, hmm, this could be me. If you are interested in chatting to us about our mentoring program, reach out. There'll be a link below or give us a call. The other thing is we have coming up our three-day property development workshop and Bob Anderson's workshops are phenomenal. So you don't want to miss out on this. If you are a past student current student or future student and you are keen to come along you know there are the repeat offender prices that we have and we have great deals but it is such a good workshop it's November 3, 4, 5 in the Gold Coast if you're interested in coming along to that you need to reach out pretty quick because it's going to sell out this one Alrighty, we will catch you next week bye for now